everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Wonderful World of Football Shirts. <laughs> I almost forgot the name of the show then. Uh, welcome to the Wonderful World of Football Shirts. I am your host, Richard Critchlow. I am joined by the forever gorgeous Mark Stern. Say hello, Mark. Hello. 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 How are you, Richard? Yeah, I'm good. Um, how's your week been? It's been all right. Been stuck indoors mostly. Um, got out today, which has been which has been good. Nice. How about you? Uh, good. Um, slightly football related. I had football on Saturday, and of course, I spent Friday night talking to my centre back about football. You know, did we talk about tactics? Did we talk about how we're going to play? No, we talked about what sort of hairband he should wear for the game on Saturday. And so, uh, Jamie Morris, who has. Uh, sent us something on the podcast before. Uh, shout out to Jamie Morris for wearing the headband and he looked very good playing in it on Saturday. So, bravo you. Excellent. <laughs> bravo to Jamie. <laughs> right. Mark, give me what you got. We're packed today. We're packed today. Um, I've got something. Last week, we uh, had a conversation about a, a legend of yours, a hero of yours. Mm that your entire family has met yep, Steeple. that you've never met before and you told a lovely story about how you got a bit of stage fright when you tr- had the opportunity to meet him you went to the cafe um, <laughs> yeah. and you sat at the cafe from like 4 or 5 a.m and he didn't turn up um, and all you want to do is say hello to him um, and I'm going to present my screen to you um, and maybe this is the the next best thing that we can that we can do. I don't know if this is going to count to you meeting him as such, but I'll roll the tape. Hi, Richard. Surprise! It's Wars and England legend here, and your hero, Stevie Ball. Oh, bully, bully! <laughs> I'm just getting in touch to say hello and hope you're keeping well, mate. I hear you're a huge Wolves and bully fan. Thanks for all your support, Richard. It means a lot, and. Mark tells me as well, we've almost met a couple of times, but you were too nervous to come say hello. Next time, just do it, man. I ain't that scary. <laughs> anyway, mate, hopefully it's not going to be too much longer before we're all back at Monio cheering the lads on. So take care, stay safe, and I'll see you down the garden valley soon. You know why? Because walls are we. Does that count? I don't know. I don't know if that counts or not. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that was amazing. That was genuinely amazing. Ah, <laughs> oh, hilarious! I'll send you the link. Um, there you go. As I say, I don't know if that fully counts, but he knows I exist. He does know that you exist, and he also did look at our Instagram story. So you know, you're definitely getting closer, closer to the. To the meeting. Oh god, I'm all flustered so now. There we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Okay, you need to do the next bit or something because I can't talk at the minute. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, let's let's move let's move on from that. Uh, there was something that I put on Instagram last night that I wanted to, that I wanted to ask yep. you. Um, and it was the I don't know if you caught the Real Madrid Barcelona game. Um, they played last night and Barcelona wore their one-off special, um, I think they were calling it the Classico kit or something like that. Um, it's a cool kit. Um, it's kind of like typically Barcelona with the blue and red stripes. 
um, and the red stripes kind of have the like Catalan flag moving up. They were pretty yeah. cool. Um, and something that I wanted to ask you, it's a question that gets asked quite a lot when it comes to uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah. Um, and the question is, yeah. could Messi do it on a cold night in Stoke? And there is an answer to this question that is related to Kit. Wow, okay. You're really, um, I'm still reading about the Steve Ball thing. <laughs> Steve Ball could do it on a cold night in Stoke. He probably could. I'm sure he has. And has done it, yeah. I'm sure he has many a time. Um, <laughs> but can Messi do it? I'm going to say yes. You're wrong, he can't. Okay. Do you want to yes, know why I he can't? can't? Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to know why. <laughs> okay, because last night in the game, uh, there was 10 minutes to go, and it was absolutely pissing down in Madrid last night. Um, and Messi, they, they had this camera on him, and he was there shivering. He was freezing cold, he was shivering soaking wet and with about 10 minutes to go he had to change his shirt because it was too wet and he was too cold um madrid last night was it was raining but it was 10 degrees okay. stoke last night was minus two degrees and snowing so the answer to the question can messi do it on a cold night in stoke is factually no he can't okay. um i mean that's that's i mean that's evidence enough for me I, that is fact. I'm glad you didn't ask me who's better, Ronaldo or Messi. I, I I hate that question. It's so I hate people who ask that question. Why can they not just coexist as incredible footballers? Like why does it have this it's such a like it's such a like childish thing to be like who's better? Uh, whilst I'm not gonna like give an answer to this, the one question what the one question that I had which was like definitive proof of who is better was who would you rather have in your team if you are 2-0 down with backs up against the wall? Mm. And I, I genuinely believe there's only one answer. I'm not going to say who it Ronaldo. is. Ronaldo. Yeah, okay. All right, great. <laughs> you said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> but, you agreed, though. Yeah, with proof that it has happened. And, you know, he, if there's somebody you want in your team when you're 2-0 down and up against it, yeah. he's always going to be. But... You know, that's that's not for us to decide and everyone's got their own view and most of the time it's all perfectly legitimate arguments. So Yeah. Right, I've... But I, I you know, we talked about us being a factual podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I was just here talking about the facts. So that that's what struck me last night. I like that Barcelona kit though. What do you think? Um, do you like it? I did see you post it and it's nice, yeah, it's nice because yeah, the Catalonian um kind of element in the red stripes of the Barcelona kit was quite nice. Probably perfectly mm. timed against Real Madrid. Obviously, Catalonia, Madrid are not the best of friends at the best of times. So, why not stick it up to them in a football shirt? It's a bit of a shame they lost, really, but never mind. <laughs> okay, so on the theme of football, I really want to quickly talk about the uh, France versus England women's game that was on uh, live on the BBC on Friday night. Okay. This is a slight kind of throwback to a few weeks ago when I was talking about the Germany women's shirt at the 2019 World Cup mm -hmm. and how uh, I did mention that some of the teams in that World Cup had bespoke shirts made for them for that World Cup for the women's teams. Yeah. And both France and England on Friday wore their away shirts and I hadn't really seen them properly before until Friday and 
I have to say that they are both phenomenal football shirts. Yeah. Um, France had, had got a kind of white, a very plain white shirt, but with either navy blue or black polka dots on them. I'm going to guess that navy blue, because that's within their theme. And I think you're right. I and, think you're right. Yeah. And England had got um, their away shirt, which was burgundy, which, whilst I don't necessarily like burgundy, the colour, it does kind of throw back to, a, I think, a 1994 away kit that England had worn once. But the the print within that burgundy were roses. Mm. And it wasn't until I saw a close-up of the shirt itself on Instagram, I think, I thought, these are two exquisite examples of football shirts. And it just reminded me of that Germany shirt that I'd mentioned. And it, then I decided to look at some of the other women's shirts for that tournament. And I have to say, like, for a tournament, that the Women's 2019 World Cup, I just implore everybody who listens to this show to just go and look at every single one of these shirts because they are all phenomenal football shirts. They are all bangers. And there can't I don't think there's a World Cup men's or a European tournament that I've said that or could think that of all the shirts in a, a men's tournament because there'll be one or two kits that have that um, template shirt, shall we say. Yeah. You know, you can't tell the difference between Iran and Algeria because they both wear, you know, the same Adidas template shirt. For example, I don't know that to be true. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the case. And so um, we'll tweet out a link for people to have a look at it. And I just want you to kind of enjoy it. What do you think of them? I, yeah, I really like the England shirt. I like, um, I actually really like the deep, like the deep red, um, the deep red colour. I'm interested, so on both of these shirts, they have um, changed the colour of the badge. Um, so we'll yes. see England usually have the, are the Lions blue? I'm not, I can't really remember. Yes, but, yes, yes, yes. But on are. here, they will see they're all in, they're all in the, the red to match the um to match the shirt and on the France shirt the the France football logo kind of is a, almost like a pastely peachy type colour. Um not sure how I feel about that. That that is also the same on the shirt that I'm wearing at the moment where they change the colour of the badge to match the shirt. Um yeah. that is something uh, that we have discussed, isn't it? Yeah we have because uh, Wolves played on Friday night as well against Fulham and we wore our burgundy maroon shirt which again your portugal kit has the portugal kit mm. which had the green elements so the walls badge was purple and green that, that does remind me of that yeah yeah i like these kits though they're nice uh really nice I, I do like the detail on the um on the england shirt it's almost like um it looks on this picture like the front of the shirt is cut into quarters as well so like the top right and the bottom left are slightly darker than the um than the other two yeah. the other two sides looks a bit like a football battenberg there is a name for that isn't there is it like is it a harlequin because harlequins the rugby team have four quarters of shirts it would make sense it would make sense uh, and you know me i know my rugby you do know your rugby that feels like a perfect segue actually perfect segue to a new section which i think i want to feature more on this show which is Non-football-related kits. Yes. Um, oddly enough, at the same time, pretty much this week, you and I sent each other an image of a kit that we both liked, but were not football-related. So, Mark, what mm -hmm. did you send me? Um, I sent you, I believe it's a Stade Francais Paris 
rugby shirt. Yeah. I'm not really a rugby person, so you'll have to forgive my ignorance. I just saw it on the internet. Um, but it's that Francais uh, play in Paris. Okay, well, there we are. Um, so it's a white shirt with a pink, almost like sketched floral design. Um, with the like, it's almost like a piece of art and like the centerpiece is the Eiffel Tower and then like around the Eiffel Tower is loads of like flowers and some rugby balls and um, some like lightning bolts and stuff like that. Almost also looks like maybe the Pringles mascot is on here as well, which is that kind of random, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I thought it was pretty cool. It's nice. So it's everything France, uh, in, in the shirt it's all kind of like drawn almost isn't it so it's mm. all it's not like pictures but like drawn on it i, I think it's very beautiful yeah it's it made is. by asics and um yeah it's nice and it actually does remind me that i think teams you have to forgive me because my rugby knowledge isn't that great they're, they're the french toulouse i think are another team that are renowned for having very vibrant rugby shirts mm. um england Rugby teams, I think, are very traditionalist and have very kind of blocky shirts. Yeah. Harlequins being the exception, but, you know, very kind of like similarly kind of colours. But France have just been a bit more flamboyant with their kits. Yeah. Um, and really quickly, the one I saw this week was the Rajasthan Royals uh, IPL cricket team. And it's actually their training shirt, which was being worn, I saw it on an Instagram story posted by Ben Stokes, who is one of the uh, current Rajasthan Royal IPL players. Yeah. Um, so he's in his training kit, and this is a royal blue shirt, but it has a bright pink uh, mandala um, that kind of the center of the mandala is at the bottom left of the shirt and then coming up the shirt. So um, I'm not a fan so much of the massive advertisements they have in the IPL anyway. Mm. So this shirt has lots of advertisements on, but just by itself, I think it looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's cool. The the one thing that I was struck by um, by this was the fact that he's a cricketer, but he's wearing shorts, which was the first thing that I was like, that's kind of weird. Never seen that before. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. My niece would love this because she is she basically just loves things that are like pink and purple. You ask her what her favorite color is, and it's pink and purple, as if they're like one color. So um, so she would really like this. Um, she would really like this 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 kit if she were to play cricket when she's older. Maybe she should play for this team. The Rajasthan Royals. Yeah. Well, um, I know we've got a few more things to discuss before we get onto our shirts, but I believe in a crazy happenstance this is a perfect segue to the shirts that we've discussed today so i really want to quickly talk about my shirt because it's actually related to the rugby shirt that you've just shown mm -hmm. me so um if you want to like quickly describe the football shirt that i've shown uh, sent to you today yeah it's um it's a red star belgrade shirt it's um i think it's maybe from a couple of years ago um one or two years ago um it's made by adidas it's got the vice logo um across the front um the like, vice the media company um and i think this is their away strip from that season because it's green and it's got um a load of kind of images sublimated onto the shirts 
Um, well done. Brilliant use of the word sublimation. <laughs> um, and it's got the big bright, um, big bright red, uh, red star logo. Um, talk me through Can it. Can I tell you something, Mark? Yes. Well, you're wrong. I'm wrong? You're wrong. Oh, okay. This is not Red Star Belgrade. Ah. This is Red Star Paris, who were the original team from Paris. You think huh. of Paris Saint-Germain as the first team. No, Red Star, as they are known, play in, I think, the third tier of French football. They got relegated from League Two last season or the season before. They were founded in 1897 and were one of the three original teams to create the French Football League. Um, they were founded by Jules Rimet, who oh. uh, then went on to become a trophy that England won. Um, <laughs> Still gleaming. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, you were right by the fact you thought they were Red Star, but they are, they are Red Star Paris. That's hilarious. I never... Because I, I see this shirt get like posted quite a lot and it always gets... Um, it always gets um, like advertised to me. And I never looked really into it because I was just like, oh, it's cool. It's like a Red Star Belgrade shirt. Like, very nice. Thank you. Yes, completely. This is why I'm talking about this shirt because I didn't think it was a Red Star Belgrade shirt. I thought it was just one of these shirts that Adidas throw out there that are teaming up with a company. Like, I thought it was a Vice yeah. um, media shirt that was just there. You know, yeah. they've teamed up with Adidas you know, like like Pharrell Williams did with the human race out tops. Mm. I thought it was something like that. And I saw it advertised. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. But I wouldn't buy it because it's not a football shirt. I then found out through uh, my friend Jack, who is um, a football shirt fanatic. And we're going to have on the show soon because he's got a wonderful collection of Japanese 90s shirts that he wants to talk about. Nice. That's neither here nor there. Um, and, yeah, he said, this is a real team. And it's, yeah, Red Star Paris... Um, the shirt itself, they are the only team in France to have a bespoke Adidas kit. Everyone else has got their kind of normal templates. Um, and the shirt itself, I've been doing a bit of research, it's a toile de jouet, which is a toile de jouet pattern, which is an old French style of pattern, which is a um, repeated pattern of a quite a complex scene. Um, it's based on the antique flea market, which is next to the stadium, and the graphics on the shirt display moments from history from the late 1800s of not only the club, but of French football itself. Okay. They're very complex patterns, much similar to the um, Paris shirt that you just showed, Yeah. which is why it's a perfect segue, yeah. because you were talking about a French rugby shirt with a lovely pattern, and then this one. Um they are quite well known in uh, football terms because they're quite left wing, mm. very socially active and um, have a wonderful party atmosphere when they have games. Very similar to the St. Pauli kind of way of thinking. Yeah. Very much kind of like socialism. And what's wonderful, this is their home shirt, the green one that I sent you. Yeah. Their away shirt is white with uh, red instead of green and white. And it's identical, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. So it's just repeating the patterns. But and as soon as I realised this is a real team, I thought this is phenomenal. Yeah. Very cool. What do you think? Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm just like a bit. 
gobsmacked that it's not <laughs> Red Star Belgrade. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think it's wicked. It's very, very cool. Um, I'm actually just on their website now, just taking a look. Um, like the detailing is really nice. I like the um, I like the uh, big like blocked um cuffs on the uh, collars and around the around the neckline. Um, I think what what makes this an iconic um, well, I think there are a lot of things that make this a really iconic kit. Um, the Vice logo being one of them again, like being sponsored by a media company, also like very, not not necessarily well not necessarily left left leaning but a very um uh a media company that tells the truth and like tells the story yeah. for as it is um no kind of like messing around um so i think the sponsor is very iconic um the the pattern um but also um just on the the the, the sponsor was actually something i wanted to talk about really quickly mm. despite the fact of being this media company that as you say are quite suited to the team itself but it's like it's just the outline of the word vice right yeah. so the actual letters themselves it's just the shirt that it, it's it's quite understated but fits in perfectly with the shirt and the team, don't you mm. think? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's, um, yeah, I, I really like it. And I feel like I've learned something today um, because I, as I said, did not know that that was, uh, that that was not Red Star Belgrade. So the, no, are the teams like linked in any way to like Red Star, just like Belgrade, that just nick, nick their logo in, or are they just... Um, I didn't look that much into detail, but it'd be worth seeing whether Red Star Belgrade came in before Red Star Paris. I don't know. But mm. um, I think that's part of football, though, isn't it? Borrowing certain aspects of teams. I'm yeah. sure like the Barcelona badge is repeated in many different countries in many yeah. different ways. Yeah. But um, I, I think it was just everybody sees Paris Saint-Germain as the the, the team of Paris mm. and to a certain aspect they are because they have the most money they've got the most uh, famous players behind them yeah but they're quite a relatively new team yeah and so um, it has to be something said for the fact that Adidas allowed this third tier um, French team to be able to have a bespoke football kit like that where no one else has yeah it's there must be something there must be some reason behind it, whether it's just because they're kind of like a, uh, like, you know, quote, cool. Yeah. And like left, exactly. left sort of left leaning team. Um, I like it. I like teams that have uh, kind of like unique, um, unique and sort of garish uh, football kits. I think that's really nice. I kind of think, I can't, can you think of an equivalent in the UK? The only one I can think of relatively at the moment is Forest Green Rovers that are the completely vegan football team. Mm. You mean in terms of... I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a cool, unique football team mm. within a football setup. I mean, obviously Forest Green Rovers aren't as, you know, isn't as famous as Paris. Yeah. And don't have the history, but they do have a a uniqueness about them by the fact that it's a completely vegan football team. Yeah, I don't know whether, you know how Crystal Palace have their, like, section of fans, which is sort of like the Palace Ultras that they're trying to do. Um, whether that... 
as something that like sets like sets your team aside. Um, Are you just saying that because you used to live near Palace? No, not necessarily. I quite like Crystal. I have a, I have a you know I quite like Crystal Palace, but purely just because oh. I used to live near the ground. But if our friend Dave Halfpenny's listening, he will uh, he will appreciate that. Yeah, I got a soft spot for them. I like them. Um... Okay. <laughs> so there we go. That that's. I mean, that was a perfect segue to my shirt. So, yeah. Um, we might as well talk about yours now. Well, I mean, if we're on the topic of kind of like unique, um, unique yeah. football shirts, then <clears throat> let's let's move right on. Do you want to kick things off? Yeah, but I don't really know how to describe this. I think all. a lot of people are going to know this shirt because it's. It, I think it got released yeah. very recently. Um, but it why don't you give it a go? New shirt. It is the fourth kit for Inter Milan. It has their, first of all, it has their new uh, badge on, which uh, did cause some controversy anyway. Um, It is, I would say it's a white shirt that has blue, dark blue, yellow, black, yellow, I said yellow already, patterns on it. Yeah. The sponsor Pirelli is in yellow, but it doesn't go across the chest. It comes up from the left-hand side, uh, up to the top, up to the bottom of the badge, and it is still the classic Pirelli logo. In the fact that the P, uh, the circle bit of the P, is really elongated to cover the entire. Um, Irelli. Irelli. Yeah, it covers the Irelli. Um, it is, I, I believe. I mean, well, I don't know what I believe. I it's interesting. I think we could spend a lot of time trying to dissect like every small detail of this shirt, but we'd probably be here for about sixty four years. Um, yeah. The thing I really like about it, um, other than the fact that um, it's a bit wacky and a bit bonkers, um, the one detail that I really like. And I know we talked last week about uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago about. Um, the shirts that have to be blank on the back so that the players' names can be on there. Yeah. And the back of this shirt, it, it's still got a lot of the kind of like crazy designs on it. But the where the name goes at the top of the back, there's a kind of blue background. So the name would go in this like blue border and then the number would go on the blank white bit, which I think is a really nice detail. It's very like playful i think you like it giving i'm giving a clap i'm i'm not giving a clap for the shirt because if i'm honest mark i don't like it but i'm giving it a clap for the fact that nike have acknowledged the fact that you can't have it and have designed an area for the name to go and yeah. the number to go so that i'm giving a clap okay i think it'll be interesting if they signed someone like alex oxley chamberlain or like you know <laughs> some sometimes the players names are so <laughs> long that they have to like curve rounds <laughs> Or like Venegor of Hesselink. That That's the one. Yeah. It was Jan Saint Venegor of Hesselink or something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure how they'd really get away with that. Um... Do you know what it reminds me of though? Is um, Arsenal did. Was it Nike with Arsenal? The last season that you had with Nike, mm. um, you did something similar, didn't you? But it was like a mash of all of your Nike shirts put together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that ever actually went on sale. I think they only ever made one of them and it was made no. for some sort of like art exhibition. Um, but yeah, it was exactly that. 
this this um this shirt kind of feels like someone has gone a bit like wacky on um yeah that's the one um it feels like someone's gone a bit like wacky on photoshop and just put in like a load of like sometimes they're like block colors sometimes they're like patterns some a little bit of stripes a little bit of like squiggly lines and big circles it feels like someone's just like gone a bit crazy um i agree with you um you know when you know when you test your printer you know when you buy a new printer and you mm. press the, you pe- you test a print page yeah it's a bit like that because there's like <laughs> dots and there's lines and there's circles and there's blocks yeah yeah i i'm fascinated to know what the design behind it is like even if it's bullshit like clubs will always say oh it's supposed to represent this yeah there's some marketing right? chat around it <laughs> Like, what is it that Inter Milan have said that uh, this is supposed to represent in yeah. any way, shape, or form? That's a that is a great question. I'd I'd love to. Yeah, I'd like whilst to know that um, as well. Whilst you're whilst you're maybe looking into that, I'm going to really quickly talk about the new logo and the new badge they've got because they have changed their badge. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, my image of this new badge is ruined because someone on Twitter, I can't remember who posted a picture of it that um their new shirt and new badge says tit and so now they decided to show it you know and i can't not see the word tit um <laughs> so you've got the middle section which is the eye for inter yeah. milan and you know behind it there's a m but it's obviously broken up so if you can imagine them being a t and a t slanted t's slanted t's and it says tit yeah, that's really interesting. So I, as we know, I live in Germany and there's a team here called Mainz. Um, and their badge is, says, um, it's an M and in the, in the, um, in the gaps between the M, there's a zero and a five because they're Mainz um, 05. But yeah. the badge looks like C-O-Y-S which is what Spurs would say, like, come on, you Spurs. So as, <laughs> as, a, as a, I see this and I'm like, come on, you Spurs. Like, I, so I, I don't like, I basically, I don't like mites because their badge looks like it says, come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Again, it's just so <laughs> stupid. Like, we're that just is all... such a wonderful reason. I, I think it goes on like what we've discussed before, like a perfect reason why not to support a team <laughs> because their badge looks like it's saying, come on, you Spurs, and showing you the middle finger. <laughs> uh, mines are close to relegation, so good for them. Oh, that's me. But okay, um, fair enough. So, yeah, so the... The Milan badge, yeah, it does look like it says tit. I'm really glad that you've brought that to um to my attention. Um, and you won't not see it now. No. The one thing that I would love to have seen on this shirt is um the old school Nike logo with the like word with the with the text. Um mm. there is a name for that. I think they call it like the Fortuna logo, I think. Um but I'd like to have seen that. Um but other than that I've just seen the uh, Mainz 05 shirt, and yeah, it does look like it's saying, come on, you Spurs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, guys. Um, I think, yeah, because Adidas have got their version. It's called Adidas Equipment, when they have the, uh, yeah. the three stripes rather than the three-fold. Yeah. Yep. 
I yeah, I think Man City did a similar thing and they had them as training shirts, like a mashup of all their shirts put together. Obviously, this isn't, but it's just what I rem- can think of when I see that because it is. It's almost kind of giving a throwback, even though it's not intentional, to the goalkeeper shirts of the nineties, which we discussed very early on in the podcast. Yeah, because it's quite loud and brash, but yeah, with quite understated colours, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I've got. I've got one for you. You got the media spiel. I've got some media spiel. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> right, I'm ready to laugh at this because I don't buy it straight okay. away. I don't buy it. But go on. The I am. No. I I want to tell you what it says. Unfortunately, one of our designers' children got onto the computer <laughs> and played with paint, yeah. and somehow it managed to see its way through. Sorry, close. Okay, we've got the IM collection represents the club's values of inclusiveness and brotherhood with its interweaving of geometric shapes and a colour palette that includes yellow, white, black and blue. The aesthetics of the new kit is inspired by the visionary attitude of one of the club's founders, the futurist artist Giorgio Mugiani and recalls a vocation for inclusion, the same ones that had always made Milan the most international city in Italy, and guides Inter and Nike football to make a difference every day on and off the pitch to bring about positive change, not only in football, but in sport in general. So, first of all, I love the last statement. Beautiful, trying to encourage positivity in football. Yeah. But also, I don't buy it. That's just bullshit. Um, I, I literally, the shirt you're wearing is that kind of marbly effect Arsenal yep. shirt. Yep. I buy more the media spiel that that is a homage to the marble halls of Arsenal. Yeah. Rather yep. than I buy that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love all the marketing rubbish. That, I re- that remember when um, I think it was both Spurs and Man United almost at the same time had. Spurs had a white shirt, but then had like a dark blue at the bottom and coming up in stripes, like smaller stripes, gradual. Mm. And Man United had the same thing. And Man United said the media thing was they are paying a respect to the um, the, the train lines of Manchester and the, the, the train workers, the track layers of Manchester and like that. Of and course. then Spurs had something else and like, Nah, that's, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. buying it at all. Not sure about that one. The, the good old famous Manchester rail tracks. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I I like the I like the Inter shirt. I think it's kind of bonkers. It's it's um it's a bit out there. Yeah, again, I don't really buy the interweaving of geometric shapes about all the inclusivity and inclusiveness and brotherhood mumbo jumbo, but um. Yeah, I like the shirt as as a as a shirt. So it's kind of it feels like it's it's similar to the Sounders kit that we talked about last week, but it's like a bit more ridiculous. Completely. And you know, to be fair, we have seen our fair share of bonkers shirts. Mm. Um which does remind me that next week uh we have got our gimmicky bonkers shirts special yeah in which um we will be talking about uh, a few different versions of gimmicky shirts that we have discussed uh, or what we'll be discussing yeah um and so that's going to be fun to listen to uh mm-hmm. listeners if you have a shirt that's bonkers 
that you don't think we will pick and you would like us to discuss it, the floor's open. So please do get in contact via at shirtspod uh, on Instagram and Twitter and the one... No, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, you can get in contact via our Gmail account, which is wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. Boom. I like the fact that I'm going to keep that fuck up in because... I need to learn. I'm going to get better at it. And actually, it does remind me to mention our uh, social media handles. Is that if there is a shirt that you don't know about and you um, can't picture in your head, then please do go over to our social media channels on both Twitter and Instagram because we post pretty much all of the pictures on there for the shirts that we talk about. Yeah. Or, you know, last week I even posted the signed picture of Steve Ball that uh, I was talking about. So, um, yeah, if you don't have means to look at the shirts yourself, then please do go to our Twitter and Instagram accounts because we post all the pictures up there. Yeah, I want to actually give a quick shout-out to the two um, the two books that I picked up quite recently. Um, this one here is uh, it's just called A Thousand Football Shirts. Um, it's called The Colours of the Beautiful Game uh, by Bernard Lyons. And it's a it's a big it's a big boy. Um, it's I mean I obviously have not read it cover to cover, but it gives a lot of information about some of the iconic shirts. It goes through like countries and it goes through clubs. Really really cool. And then the other one is the football shirts book, which is the connoisseur's guide, which is a bit more um bit more playful. Talks a bit about like the music link with music and football. Talks a bit about um some uh some kind of like outrageous designs and people's and like famous people's favorite football shirts and stuff like that so shout out to those two um to those two and i'll maybe i'll leave a link on our on our social pages because they're very good and very interesting for football shirt lovers well i'll save my book for next week then (laughs) it's probably fair enough because there's a lot of uh, gimmicky shirts in there (laughs) All right, well, those are our two shirts. We've still got quite a lot to carry on with. Um, so I'm going to really quickly um, talk about something that really interests me. Well, it doesn't interest me at all, but it's fascinating when I saw it and it made me think, oh, my God, I've got to talk to Mark about this. Football shirts on TV and film. Yes. In which, uh, it's a prerequisite to this, is the fact that it can't be you're watching a football team play on the TV or the film, right? So it can't you can't count goal or you can't count... Um, when Saturday comes with Sean Bean playing mm. for Sheffield United, that doesn't count. And the reason why I say this is because um, for those that know me personally and follow my Instagram account, know that during this pandemic, my wife and I have been going through and watching all of the recent uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe films. We started with Iron Man and we finished with um, well, Spider-Man Far From Home, which is the last one, I think. Um, and during watching this Spider-Man Far From Home, when he goes to a foreign country, um, Tom Holland, who's the actor, ends up in a Holland shirt. Which Holland, I thought, Holland. Holland in a Holland shirt, which I thought, first of all, was brilliant. But then made me think, where else have I seen football shirts in films? Yeah. So, first of all, Mark, I'm going to send it over to you to say, have you seen TV and film someone wearing a football shirt, but then also listeners, get involved, watch some TV, watch some films. Do you see anybody wearing a football shirt? Doesn't matter what country, what team. If you see somebody wearing a football shirt in a TV or a film that you're watching, 
please, if you get a chance to take a picture of it or a screen grab, do so. Send it in to us at ShirtsPod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can send us an email at wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. Mark, yes. what have you seen? I love this. This is great. There's so much potential in this. Um, and we talked about this uh, a while back, so I've been keeping my eye out. Um, and there's been a, there's been three of note that I've seen like fairly recently that I thought would be good to chat about. Um, yeah, I don't watch that many films, so when I watch a film, it's quite that's quite a rare thing um, for me. Um, if you name like any classic, like like quote classic film, the chances are I've never seen it. Um, and when I was at uh, my sister's house uh, last week, we sat down to watch a film. We watched The Terminal with um, with old, what's his Thanks. name? Hanks. Hanks. Hanksy boy. Um, and just really quickly on that, um, I did watch <laughs> from maybe like last year or the year before, Big Bird at the Oscars. And Big Bird came in and he got a letter. And it was like, I'm looking for Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Has anyone seen Thanks anywhere? Thanks. Thanks. And he's standing right next to Tom Hanks. Thanks. It's like, Tom Hanks, look at this. That's T. Hanks. I was like, that was so funny. <laughs> so from now on, I call him Thanks. But go on. Anyway. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, so anyway, so watching The Terminal, great film. Um, and it's one of the parts where he is going to the, the lady to get his thing stamped. And he's in that he's in that room, and in the background there's a group of about. We, we are so technical. He's getting his thing stamped. He's in that room, um, and there's a group of men behind him wearing Brazil football shirts. Yeah, it's iconically Brazil, um, yellow, with the green trim. Um, and I was like, oh, that's like that's really interesting. Like that's something something cool. And then you see the same people again. Um, maybe they're also held up in the terminal or their flights delayed or something but you see them again um a few scenes later um these these three or four guys just chilling in their brazil shirts i don't actually think they were official brazil shirts they weren't like nike shirts they were Ooh. just made to look like brazil shirts <clears throat> oh yeah um so that was that was quite an interesting one um i am completely obsessed with the line of juicy the bbc show um and okay. part of the scene part of one of their scenes that i didn't actually they, you don't actually see the item of um the item of clothing that is referred to but it's talked about and it's where one of the police officers is texting her like husband or her ex-husband or something about their son and she's like oh i can like pick him up the latest like forest sweatshirt because i think they're like pretend they're like nottingham forest fans um so she's like oh, i can like pick him up like the like trying to be like cool mum like i'll get him the new like forest sweatshirt um so yeah i don't know if you've ever seen live juice but you should because it's so good um okay actually going back to nottingham forest because we talk about nottingham forest shirts recently didn't we on the podcast maybe a few weeks ago we did yeah and um I noticed that their form did pick up as soon as they start as soon as they lost the sponsor. Ah. So when they're playing with their sponsorless shirts, their uh, form did pick up, and they now have a new sponsor. And I believe they're losing again. So ah. make Maybe of that they, what you will. They need to be. Uh, they need to be set aside from any of the shackles of sponsorship. Um, yeah. There was one more as well because yeah. we watched quite recently um, on Channel Four a show called It's a Sin. 
um, which is really, really good. Um, and in one of the God. scenes, yeah. um, there is a... Um, I can't remember exactly what happens, but he goes to live at someone's house. Um, and the person who... The, the son of the house that they go to, um, st- that he goes to stay in, is, I think, wearing an Arsenal shirt. Um, but obviously it's set in like the 80s, so it's the like retro, just like block red with the white sleeves. I think it's made to, it's meant to look like an Arsenal shirt. And he talks about like either going to the game or like listening to the game on the radio or something like that. It's only a very, very short, um, short clip, uh, scene. I think it counts. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan, so obviously it counts, but. (laughs) Anything red, you just go, Arsenal, yeah. (laughs) Cool. So like I said, listeners, if you see any football shirts on TV or in a film um, that is in a social setting, not just a football game, uh, then please do let us know. Try and take a screenshot or a picture of the TV. Pause your TV if you can. If you can't, then just tell us and we'll uh, try and research it ourselves. Because I think this is quite cool because what it can do, it can really age a film. And I think there's a point that you don't see them very often because... It can age a film, can't it? If you're wearing yeah. like a modern football shirt, it can really kind of set the year to it. Um, do you want to move on? Have you got any? I've, uh, well, other than the Tom Holland in a Holland shirt, yeah, true. That's what made me think of the question. That's yeah. the only one I've got so far. Yeah, um, okay. So... <clears throat> I have got one actually. Um, we it's, it would have actually been a perfect segue from the um, from the Red Star shirt. Um, Arsenal played Slavia Prague this week in the Europa League. Um, yeah. I don't really want to talk about the game because it just annoys me. Um, but Slavia... Just want, no, I know you don't want to talk about it, but like the news report's been like, it's all over for Arsenal. I'm like, come on, football's a game of the two legs in this sense. You draw the first one. I know yeah. it's a way gone and all that, but yeah, it's still another game to go. Yeah. Carry on. It's, it was a bad result, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, all, it's all to play for, so... Um, the one that I wanted to talk about was, and I put it out on Instagram, I think, um, was Slavia Prague's kit and more specifically Slavia Prague's logo. Did you see it at all? I didn't see the game, but I saw your posts from our social media account. It's weird, isn't it? Why, why, why is it like that? It's upside, it's upside down or it's on like a, it's been moved so that essentially the top of the star is not at the top. It's been rotated slightly, so the top of the star is at the bottom. I mean, yep, it's not the top you. because it's, it's just it's weird. It doesn't look right. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know you were going to bring this up, so I've got no idea. Uh, <laughs> so why don't we just, again, any uh, Slavia Prague fans out there, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Maybe somebody knows a bit more than we do. Yeah. Um, actually, do you know what? I've got... One more thing I want to talk about, but before I... Or two more things, actually. But before I do, I have been dying to find out what you wanted to talk about last week with your Juventus chat. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of want to... I want to set either you a challenge or, like, to find out something. So basically, you talked a couple of weeks ago about the kit with the star on it, the, the pink yeah. kit with a black star. And... A star seems to be a running theme with Juventus kits. One of their away kits from um, quite recent away kits um, 
from maybe yes yeah, this one here they're awake it from 2014-15 featured uh it was blue and it featured like stars coming out from the crest um stars seem to be something that feature quite heavily in the uv kits one of their 96 away kit also had stars on the shoulder um, that was the navy blue one wasn't it like exactly blue with stars on the shoulder yeah and it was just something that i noticed and i was like there must be some sort of reason behind this okay and i just wanted to throw it open as a talking point maybe it's something that our listeners can let us know or if you have any insight at all Okay, well, I have a friend uh, who um, actually we put out on Instagram on our stories uh, earlier this week the Fiorentina shirt that I spoke about, and I believe you you asked you know love it or hate it right yeah, and I checked the poll and one person hated it mm-hmm. and that was my friend Monica who I work with and my friend Monica is. Um, a Juventus fan, so she doesn't like Fiorentina because apparently there's a, a rivalry between the two. Okay. So I'm going to ask her. She yep. doesn't know, she doesn't like football that much, but she knows a lot about Italy and Juventus. So I'm going to ask her if she knows anything. Shout out to Monica for listening. Yep, shout and, out. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it for some reason. Yeah, because I really like this um, 14, 15 away shirt from Juve. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to know more. I'm interested to know more. Okay. Well, let's let's see what I can find out. Stars, Stars and UV kits. That is noted on the notepad. Um, okay, so one of the last things, well, one of the two last things I want to talk about really quickly is um, in the UK, um, lockdown restrictions are starting to being eased and um, you can now have someone over in your garden in your you know personal garden to sit down and enjoy some time with them in your garden. Nice. And so I invented yeah I invited my friend Luke who I hadn't seen for a while. He helped me move when we moved. So I thought well, I'll pay him back. I'll buy him some pizza and some beer and we sat and watched some TV for a bit. Put the TV outside. It was it was good. Um, but it was quite warm. It was a lovely warm day. And uh, we were talking about the podcast, and he was talking about some of his old shirts, he's a Manchester United fan, and he has shown me some of his pictures of some of his really old United shirts. Mm. I'm talking, like, you know, the ones with the tie-up collars and things like that. Yeah. Anyway, he took, his, he took his jumper off, and underneath, he was wearing a white New York Cosmos um, Umbro shirt. Wow. And um, it had Canton R and 7 on the back, which was amazing. And... I asked him about it, uh, and it was it was from that uh, Umbro tailored range that uh, made the England shirts back yep. in two thousand and ten, and it just fascinated me because the New York Cosmos are famous in the world of football for the team that had Pele playing for them. Yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but they I don't believe they've ever really featured in the MLS. They're not an MLS team. No, they're not. They are. And I don't, they're, American sports works a little bit different, right? Because they've got no promotions and relegations. So they're in a different league structure. Mm. And I believe they disappeared or went out of business for a while and then came back for a charity 
or a special one-off occasion and Eric Cantona was the manager. And so the shirts sold like hotcakes because I think they roped in like a special team. Cantona obviously being an incredible uh, football man, being the manager. Um, I don't believe it ended quite amicably because when I tried to do a little bit of research, all the news articles were Eric Cantona is suing New York Cosmos. <laughs> oh dear. Like, oh God, okay. But I just wanted to say that that shirt was gorgeous. It was a just a granddaddy collar, nice, plain and simple white with this New York classic New York Cosmos logo and Canton on Severin Green on the back. It was beautiful. Yeah, the, the, it's it's the Pele thing that's the one that that you instantly think of when you think of um, the Cosmos. They actually retired the number 10 because... Uh, Pele played for them for two years. Um, it's really interesting. <laughs> um, they've retired the number. Um, but yeah, you're right. They play... Um, so the newly formed Cosmo, Cosmos um, formed in 2010. And they play in the Na- National Independent Soccer Association in the Premier... In the, in the, so I don't know how they ever can get to the... MLS, if they even, I don't probably, I'm not even sure if they can or if they're just like completely different league structures. I sometimes try and be, um, I sometimes try and be a new, uh, an MLS team when I play football manager, um, because I think mm. it's like an interesting challenge. And then I don't really understand the league structure, so I'm like, well, this is kind of pointless. Um, but yeah, interesting. there's uh, quite a lot to get into when it comes to non MLS American shirts. There's a team that I've just started to follow called Forward Madison mm. um, that have, they've got flamingos on their badge and that just says a lot straight away. And um, the shirts are made by Hummel and I implore everybody to just go and have a look at their current shirts because they are gorgeous. They are a beautiful football shirt made by Hummel. And again, it's it always goes back to that thing that you were saying about that Everton goalkeeper shirt a few weeks back. Mm. It's you've never seen it before, so it's really kind of fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that shirt doing the rounds, uh, the one that you're referring to, um, quite recently. The one that it's... the one that interests me is the goalkeeper shirt because it's like got like jungle leaves on it. It's really nice. Nice. They're nicknamed the flamingos. Well, there you go. Good old flamingos. Good old flamingos. Um, the final thing I wanted to give a quick shout out to was somebody, again, another person slash company that I want to come on the show soon. It's a um, an account I follow on Instagram called Kit and Bone. Um, this account is somebody that's currently are making football shirts and T-shirts. And one of the T-shirts they are making at the moment is a, a homage to Holland 98 shirt which we have discussed recently on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it, Kit and Bone is like, pretty much the concept is there's a, a skeleton that wears football shirts um, without breaking any kind of like laws of replica and kind of copying. It's, it's kind of the shirt, but a little bit different. And I, for one, love their content and I'm fascinated on the inspirations behind some of these things that he does. But I sent you, or I tagged you in the post because obviously it's something we've talked about. And it just reminds me how beautiful that Holland 98 
kits both of the kits were yeah 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 and yeah obviously we, did we, was it last week we talked about that no two weeks ago we talked about that two weeks ago um yeah still 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 love them to this day <laughs> nice um Right. Have you got anything else you want to talk about really quickly? I've got about two minutes left before we have to wrap it up. I think. Um, I think no. I think we've. I've, the sun's coming out here um, a bit, so I'm hoping that we're uh, that we're going to get some more football shirts in Berlin. Um, I saw a couple today. Um, uh, I saw a Dortmund goalkeeper shirt that someone was wearing, a Fenerbahce shirt. Um, there's quite a big Turkish population here in Berlin, so it was actually surprising that it took so long to see a Fenerbahce shirt. Um, and then I did see a lady who was roller skating in an Ecuador national team shirt, which also kind of random, but well into that. Right. That's um, awesome. So, The Dortmund uh, jumper has reminded me of something else I want to bring up and get our listeners involved in which is a picture I sent you this week, which is uh, current football players playing uh, wearing retro shirts. Okay. Current so I saw, I think it was Jaden Sancho. I think it was Jaden Sancho. I might have sent it to you. Jaden Sancho was wearing a oh, Borussia Dortmund shirt from like the 90s. Yeah. I'll have to send it to you now. But like, it for me, it's a vibe. Yeah. And I want people to send us pictures doesn't matter if it's your team or someone else's team. If you see a professional footballer wearing a retro shirt, screenshot that shit, send it to us because I fucking love it. Okay. Lash it to my veins. <laughs> all right, then. Right. We're all good. Mark, as ever, it's been wonderful to see you. Um, it's been a true pleasure. I am still completely perplexed by the Steve Ball thing. Um, <laughs> next week... Find your gimmicky shirts. Yes. Uh, listeners, find your gimmicky shirts. Send them to us because we are going to have a lot of fun picking out some of the gimmicky shirts and we'll discuss them and say why we like them, why we hate them. Mark, as yes. ever, like I said it already, it's been a pleasure. Say goodbye to everybody. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. And Richard, I will look forward to speaking you, to you again very soon. Yeah, you will. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.